Hey, hey, Super Gluer. Welcome back to the Super Glue Podcast. My friend, thank you for being here. If you're like me, you're carrying a heavy load. It's our time to draw on our sources of strength. We're here to get real, share a morning prayer, and gear up for a kick-ass day. So, hey, this week, we're going to talk about strategies to overcome anxiety and stress. Woo! We know we need it. We're also going to dive a little bit into perfectionism and the disease of feeling like we have to be perfect. We'll get into that later this week, but hey, let's hit it. Let's get going. Today, we're talking about specific strategies, tools that you can use, and I want to begin by just introducing you to this concept of salutogenesis or taking a salutogenic approach to wellness. You know, we used to think that wellness was about illness. And if we got sick, we took cold medicine, we wrapped up our cold and we would feel better. That would be considered being well because we had rid ourselves of that cold. That's really outdated thinking. You know, our health, our physical health, has a lot to do with our wellness, but so does our spiritual health, our mental health, our social health, our ability to bounce back during difficult times. And when we talk about salutogenesis, we're talking about being a whole person and looking at wellness from a whole person approach in a salutogenic mindset. We're also talking about utilizing multiple strategies. That's why I get excited to talk on this podcast about tips and strategies and ways that we can bounce back and and make sure that we're living resilient lifestyles. It's not that anything that I say is probably ever that new. A lot of it you already know, but when we talk about salutogenesis, we mean that we have to come back to these strategies, that we have to think about the complexity to wellness and be willing to Look at these tips and strategies from multiple lenses on various days and see how they all fit together to create our wellness puzzle. So, hey, as I always say, wellness is not a destination. It's not like I'm going to share some tips and strategies with you today and then you're all fixed and healed up like taking cold medicine and getting over a cold. No, wellness is a journey. And my goodness, after the pandemic, two years later, we're seeing emotions are running so high. I was on a a really fun call this week and we were talking about wellness and human behavior. And somebody said, Meredith, people don't know how to behave anymore. It's like they've forgotten how to interact. And boy, could I disagree? Absolutely not. I, I absolutely have seen that too, where Social interactions that used to come with ease before have become more complex or more intricate. And emotions running high means that we now more than ever need to take on a salutogenic approach to wellness. So I want to refer to some great strategies from a book uh, that was written by Dr. Galanti, uh, Dr. Regine Galanti. And she wrote a book actually that we first brought into our home. Uh, for our teens. It's called Anxiety Relief for Teens. But as I'm going back and doing the work that I do now in different schools and different capacities, I actually draw on the strategies in this book from that lens and angle too, to really think about um, helping adults as well, not just teens. And she talks about CBT and mindfulness. And many of you are probably aware that CBT is cognitive behavioral therapy, but I love the way that she describes it as a set of skills designed to change the thoughts 
So that's the cognitive part. And then the actions, which are our behavior patterns. And these are the things that get in our way of living a full and healthy life. So I love the practicality in this book. And I want to share a few tips with you today. We'll do a few more in the next episode. And then we'll round out with a conversation about perfectionism, which I think is ultimately one of the ways to help ourselves reduce stress and anxiety is really making sure that we are not masking our feelings and our wellness with a series of strategies, but never really getting to the root. And the root is often that we are striving to be perfect. So we're going to round out the week with hopefully some good information about that. But hey, let's jump on in. This one is about doing one thing at a time. And it's our first strategy uh, that I want to share with you today. She talks about this being uh, useful for building mindfulness into your day. So starting right now, really encouraging you to pick one activity, whether it's brushing your teeth or taking a shower or packing your lunch, something really, really, really small, and decide that when you do that activity, it is all that you are going to do. Trying to allow yourself to be fully present in the moment and really using your senses as much as you can to keep your attention on the task. So I know that I go through the routine of, you know, taking my shower and brushing my teeth and all of the things that come up in this strategy. And I do them on autopilot a lot of times in deep, deep thought, maybe ruminating thought about something completely unrelated. So my commitment to doing one thing at a a time is going to be to start small and really to engage in continuous and mindful prayer while I'm brushing my teeth. So even as silly as it sounds, like trying to just focus on that one task, brushing my teeth, being grateful that I have teeth, noticing them, being kind to my little teeth, and really being in that present moment. So such a small little thing, but how often do we go through our entire day without noticing what we're actually doing. So the advice here is, you know, for example, if you're showering to take a moment to notice how the water feels as it comes in contact with your skin and really pay attention to the temperature. You know, if you have a soap that you like, notice how it smells, how it feels. And if your thoughts wander, that's okay. No, that's normal, but bring yourself back to the experience of taking a shower. The recommendation is to try this for one week. So pick one thing as simple as brushing your teeth or taking a shower, or maybe it'll be when you're cooking dinner, you're going to do just that one thing. Whatever it is, allow yourself to pick one task that you normally do and don't even notice that you're doing. Remember though, that it's normal to get distracted. So if you lose focus, just bring your attention back to that task without judgment. All right, we're going to talk about the next one, which is progressive muscle relaxation. And this is a really good one for everyday stress relief and relaxation. Ah, Releasing tension in your body. So we know that anxiety often shows up as a physical strain and we get tight muscles. Woo! So we're going to practice tensing each muscle group. Now, I know many of you listen while you're driving, so be super careful. But we don't want you to completely tighten up your muscles to where it hurts, but aim for like 75% muscle tension where you're kind of tightening up a particular area and noticing the difference between tension, tension and relaxation. 
So we'll start by just asking you to bring your attention to your breath. And I know you're driving, uh, many of you, but if you would, keep your eyes on the road, just pulling your attention into your breath. Oh, gosh. And then whichever arm you are not using to drive, if you would just squeeze that tightly. So hold it really, really, really tightly and really tense up that arm and that hand, maybe uh, making a fist and then tensing up your neck and your shoulders. So you want to go ahead and try that. And I am not driving, but I am imagining that if I were, I would only be able to really do this with one hand, obviously. Oh my goodness. And then release, release it all, drop everything. So that was a nice hold of tension. Let's just, um, again, we can focus on our shoulders and our neck, just tensing up. Ah, and then dropping. Now bring your attention to your jaw and tense up by biting down. Mm, Don't let the people next to you see you biting. (laughs) But biting down and then relaxing. Let your jaw hang freely. And I'm kind of opening and closing my jaw right now. Ah, And then we'll tense up our face. So mm, while keeping your eyes open as much as you can, staying safe, but squint your nose. I know it feels a little silly, but try to hold that and then relax. And then tense up and hold it and relax. And what this is doing essentially is it's mimicking movement. The way movement is such an expression of our bodies and it can help to release tension. For those of you that don't really love exercise, or even if you do love exercise or you fall somewhere kind of in the middle, these tension, tightening, and releasing activities are really, really good um, and mimic or mirror movement. Your body is is getting benefits from this, just like um, if we are moving, but if you don't have a lot of time for exercise or you just don't really like it, you can try this through each part of your body. Finally, let's draw attention to your stomach, squeeze in your abdomen and pull it towards your spine and then let it go. (sighs) And the last one is to tense the muscles in your legs. Maybe only the leg that you uh, are not beating while you're driving safely. Oh my goodness. Okay, so something you can do is try to bring this to uh, your evening routine. So when you get in bed tonight, allow yourself to go through this activity of tensing up each part of your body and then uh, carefully releasing. And then the last one we're going to do today is a five senses activity or the five, four, three, two, one. We've actually done something similar to this on the podcast. So I'll do this one pretty quickly. Um, But if you remember this from before, it was presented slightly differently. This is look around and name five things you can see or name four things you can touch, name three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and then one thing you can taste. And so because we've we've talked about a similar version of this, I'll just remind you of the 54321. But what's a little bit different about this one is it asks you to attach it back to your senses. So again, seeing, touching, hearing, smelling, and tasting. So I hope that those tips are helpful. We're going to do a few more in our next episode. And I love tips, tricks, and strategies. But at the end of the day, 
I want to remind you to take a salutogenic approach to wellness. Know that wellness ebbs and flows. So just because you tried a strategy last week doesn't mean that you don't need to reset it this week. Or maybe it worked for you last week and it's not doing it at all for you this week. And that's why it's good uh, to continue to try out strategies. And I'm super grateful that you tune in because hopefully these are good little reminders of things that you already know, but you just need a little push to remind you to do it. Colossians 4.12 says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Meaning that as we go through our life and we take on a salutogenic approach to wellness, prayer can look like a million things, you guys. Prayer doesn't have to be so specifically done in one way or the other. Just like wellness, connecting with God happens through multiple pathways and multiple entry points. And we are called to our faith from many entry points and many ways of engaging in prayer. And with that, let's engage in a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for giving us the wisdom to draw on tips and tricks and strategies to help us with our anxiety. But more than anything else, help us to remember that we are not alone, that the most powerful strategy that we know that we can draw on is prayer. And that prayer can look like so many things, so many different forms can be utilized in order to engage with you, whether it's journaling and praying or walking and praying, talking directly to you, reciting favorite prayers. You love it all. And I thank you for that. I thank you for giving us freedom and the ability to connect with you in real and meaningful ways that you want to have a human connection with us, not some foreign, far away, scary connection to a God that we do not know, but rather to our Lord and Savior, who is our friend, who is with us on this journey. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for being that for us. I ask you to lift up every super gluer listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, super gluer, you know it. Get out there and have a kick-ass day. Bye.